1: getting into something if the point that you are making is that the, fa- the the grant that was funded as a subaward from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2 that's where you are getting let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a if minute. It didn't I came to the lab, but you, all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, you. including yourself. I totally. This committee resent, will allow the witness to. Read I totally on. resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator. Because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. it no is one is molecularly alleging those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is the gain-of-function research was going on in that lab, and NIH funded it. That is and not get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. You're the one. I'm expired, but I will allow the witness to... Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses... And that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No one's in no SARS-CoV-2, caused the pandemic. Paul, we're well, saying they are gain-of-function viruses because yeah, they were animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. And you implying, Paul, Your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses but, who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent and that. And if anybody and is lying here, Senator, it is you.
0: Dr. Fraud, she seems to be getting a little bit defensive over funding that lab. Uh, this guy, the entire time, has been, I don't know, useless. Everything he says, he backpedals on, and if he doesn't backpedal on it, he completely changes his mind one way or the other, whether it's masking, indoor outdoor, if it's kids going to school, not going to school, who's transmitting what to who and how, and everything this guy has said up to this point has been a mess. And I don't know why they still continue to push and expect that we're going to believe what he actually says or that there's any merit to what he says. Because if you have lied the amount of times that he has, either A, you're being completely misinformed on the data that's coming out, or B, and most likely you're just a purebred idiot that's bought and paid for by the left. Senator Paul comes correct. When he goes after Fauci, He has all his ducks in a row. He's done the homework. He's proving to him that he's lying. He's showing him articles from 2012 where Fauci's speaking about gain of function research and that there is a possibility of some type of an outbreak or pandemic that in a sense, if you read the article, it's almost like he was okay with that because it's like a test run. He also produced paperwork, emails and such, showing that Fauci was panicking at 2.30 in the morning, sending emails to his associates to make sure that they are saying the correct things that need to be said to protect him from having any type of liability or any responsibility to this virus. And he's got a lot. He's got a lot of dirt on his hand. He's got a lot of blood on his hand. If you're doing gain of function research and you're taking something that's only ever spread in animals and you're linking it with a SARS virus, which is spread in us and you're combining them molecularly and turning it into some type of super spreader disease, you know, germ warfare, more or less, then you are responsible. Whether you're doing it personally or you are just funding it one way or the other, you got your dirty hands in there. So you should be held responsible. Sad part is In today's society, we all know there's a two-tier justice system. There is one for us, and there's one for people at the top. And under the current administration, they are not going to go after this guy. He will pay no price for anything that he's done. The best thing Rand Paul can do is bring it to light and show people what a lying dog that he is. And Fauci can maybe slither away at some point. But as far as him actually facing any real penalties for anything that he has done... That's absolutely not going to happen. They, You know, the Democrats got the House, the Senate, the White House. Most of our institutions are corrupt. Can't trust the DOJ. Can't trust the FBI. The head of the military, they're getting crazy with all the critical race theory crap. The judicial system, what a letdown that has been in some aspects. Others, maybe a little better. But for the most part, the Supreme Court is not functioning the way we hoped that it would in preserving America. So they've got it all. He ain't facing no charges for nothing. He did. That's a joke. I mean, look at the FBI. You're hearing all the reports coming out. You remember it was, what, maybe three weeks ago that the FBI report came out showing that potentially Pelosi and the mayor of D.C. were involved in the delay of the National Guard to assist on January 6th. So they had their dirty hands in that. There's also... Some speculation that the FBI potentially were the ones that planted those pipe bombs that never went off. Now you have this coming out that the FBI assisted in the planning of the kidnap and murder of Whitmer. And they were going to try to turn it around and make it look like there were Trump supporters that did it. So, I mean, when you start getting to that level, you can't trust any of these people, at least up on that level, at least in the top tier. I think there are plenty of regular FBI agents that truly do good. 99% of them, I'm sure, truly do good, and they're trying to make it a better world to live in, and they're doing their jobs. But once you get to those upper tiers of the FBI and these places, those positions are very politicized, and they get real political, and it's, it's a mess. And, and for some reason, they always lean left. I can only assume the reason that they lean left may not be because they're all evil people, but it's because the left is always doing backhand deals and there's a lot of money to be made there. And they're all trying to line their pockets. I don't really see any other reason why, because how many of these people, I, you know, it's like actors and everything. How many of you people can really fall in line with this craziness? It's, it's amazing that. That many people in these positions of power can all be that sick? I mean, there are no decent people. There are some on the GOP that seem to be true, blue, and good. There are some that don't. But how many of these people, athletes, actors, uh, all your FBI, DOJ, all of it, you get up to that level and you're all corrupt? My God, America is just, we're just a hot mess. This place is a hot mess right now. It needs to get brought under control. Under this administration, certainly nothing's going to happen because you know they're bending to their will. But possibly in the next couple years, if things change hands, and certainly when the presidential election comes in 2024, if we can get a decent president in there, somebody like a Trump that's going to disrupt everything again and try to hold people accountable. I think, personally, side note, that Trump would do an even better job his second term because he really got a chance to see who he can and can't trust, who has stood by his side and who did not. So I think he'll know better on who to and who not to trust. Not that he's uneducated and he can't read people. I'm sure when he went up there, he knew there are certain people that you ain't no good and other people that he thought maybe were better than they let on and, you know, a lot of them disappointed him, unfortunately. But I think he would do really good in another round. And there are whispers that he is running again. A lot of different news outlets are reporting that. So we'll see. But hopefully something happens where we could clean this up. Because, man, if we ever needed to drain the swamp, I think we need it now more than we ever did. <laughs> because it's it's terrible. Look at uh, Candace Owen posted a tweet the other day. And attached to it was an article from MIT. And in the article, it shows how Bill and Melinda Gates funded research. And this article is from 2019 funded research for like a nanotechnology that when they give you a shot, uh, it would read what vaccines you have, like they can input in that technology a history of what vaccinations you've had since birth. Uh, It looks like it only lasts for about five years under your skin. It's invisible to the naked eye, but with the use of proper equipment, it can be read. Yeah, I mean, that is scary. <laughs> of course, Bill Gates is involved. Bill Gates, he's not a scientist, first and foremost, and I've said that before too. He is not a scientist, he's a salesman. He didn't invent anything, he sold a product, and he's obsessed with population control. In general, he's obsessed with control. The only reason to put something like that under somebody's skin to show the vaccinations that they have would be for control purposes. Let me scan your hand. Do you have all your shots? Sorry, can't gain access if you don't. Oh, you do have all your shots. You've complied. You've been a good little sheep. Yes, you're allowed to come in. It's none of anybody's business what shots you have had or what you have not had. Not to mention, this whole COVID shot thing, and, that, and I'm not saying they're doing it with the shot. It was just an interesting article that you put out by MIT that shows a lot of these people have been working on these things for a long time. You know, they want to implement them. Yeah, Bill Gates would love nothing more than to see that implemented, something that he funded because it's a power and control thing. But going back to the COVID shot, it's almost useless that you've gotten it. Everybody that has had it is getting sick from this new Delta variants, which the numbers are very skewed on that too. They're trying to scare the hell out of you by saying all the unvaccinated, they're all getting the Delta virus. You guys got to go out and get vaccinated ASAP. You know that the highest percentage of people getting the Delta variants right now are 12 and under (laughs) the ones that can't be vaccinated. Yeah, just dumb. So... Again, they're not being transparent with their data. They're not giving you the real data. And then they will sit there and go, oh, gee, I wonder why these people won't take the vaccine. All these uh, Trump supporters, they're all getting sick and dying. Actually, no, we're not. It's, the kids are all getting it now. And it's almost 100% survival rate. They showed a statistic the other day that says one in a million risk a chance of dying from COVID-19 for 12 and under. You have a better shot at your child getting hit by lightning. The statistics are more on their side to walk down the road and get hit by a bolt of lightning. Kind of like George Floyd's uh, mural did. But yeah, that's the odds there. So again, with no transparency, with skewing of the data... You wonder why people don't believe you. You wonder when you hear things like Bill and Melinda Gates funding this type of research, wanting to put something in your body that you don't want there to give other people access to your medical information, which is none of their damn business. You wonder why people don't believe you. When Dr. Fauci goes out of his way to lie about what they're doing in labs and who's been funding these labs, you wonder why we don't believe you. And it's not all Trump supporters, as much as they would love to say it's us. It's not Trump supporters. It's not Republicans. It's children. The majority of the new infections are children. And the people that are getting infected from this, the data does show it's a lot more catchy. But yet, the symptoms are nowhere near as severe and the death rate is down. Our death rate is continuing to drop. Since the Delta variants has been brought into the United States hospitalization rates may be up, sure, but our death rate has continued to go down over the course of the last three weeks. And like they say, their words, not mine, we're usually on about a three-week delay. So if you're still seeing numbers decline three weeks into the Delta, chances are that it's not deadly. So you're going to get sick. It kind of reminds me of something else. It has a a feeling that that I'm familiar with, something that every year you got to get a shot for. I'm trying to remember what, oh yeah, that's right. The flu. It's the flu. Oh my God. Like we've said from the beginning, why is it like the flu? I don't know. Let's compare them side by side. You cannot control the flu. The flu comes every year. You have a spike in cases during a certain season. And then after the season's over, it all goes back down. Some people get flu shots, others don't. Flu shots prove to be, for the most part, ineffective. Well, so far, the coronavirus vaccine, which shouldn't be even called a vaccine, should be called a shot, but the COVID virus vaccine is proving to be about as ineffective as a flu shot. Because the people that have taken the vaccine are still getting sick. They're still getting light symptoms. So, In essence, it acts the same way a flu shot would, that either you will not get it, or if you do happen to get it, it would be a light case of it. So all that has happened currently is we had an outbreak, we didn't know how to deal with it at first, it attacked whatever it attacked, and just like in 1918, the flu kept coming back every single year, and it has just become a part of life. So COVID, more than likely, is going to continue to mutate, and when it mutates, they always mutate weaker. It will continue to mutate, come back year after year, and Lord and behold, you're going to need a booster shot, and it acts as a flu. So either A, we're going to have two flus to deal with, or maybe this one will be the dominant strand, and mainly the COVID now has become your common flu. Big Surprise. The government, Fauci, the Gates, all of it. Dumb. On to more ignorant news. (laughs) My favorite stupid person's back. (laughs) AOC. AOC is now creating an online store And in her online store, you can buy all different types of products that have her favorite slogans on them. You can get handbags and sweatshirts and t-shirts and whatever. But she wants to tell everybody that it is not capitalism. No, buying something cheap, probably made in China and selling it here in the United States for a huge markup. Well, that would be the essence of capitalism. However, she doesn't want you to believe that it's capitalism. No, no, no. She's using it to fund her campaign. In a tweet that she was responding to Sean Spicer saying using capitalism to push socialism... (laughs) AOC's response was, Not sure if you know this, Sean, but transactions aren't capitalism. Capitalism is a system that prioritizes profit at any and all human slash environmental costs. But for what it's worth, our shop is unionized, doesn't operate for profit, and it funds projects like free tutoring, food programs, and local organizations. I would like to point out to my favorite idiot in Congress that anything that you purchase from somewhere else, mark up, and make a profit regardless of what you are funding with it is capitalism. Sorry to burst your socialist bubble. You are using your merchandise profits and I'm sure it is not all going to tutoring and food banks and whatever the hell else you claim it's going to. There's plenty of it that's going into your pocket. So let's not fool each other. You got caught doing what all Democrats do. You're going to sit here and sell that socialist dream to the people. But you're not going to follow the same rules. It's okay for you to be a capitalist and for you to make money, but for the rest of America it wouldn't be good. And why? Because it's okay to line your pockets but not theirs. Instead of encouraging people to go out and not be socialists and actually encourage them to be capitalists and go out there and find your little niche and make some cash... No, you encourage them to say, hey, don't worry, Uncle Sammy, we're going to put these big, huge bills together and we're all going to take such good care of you. Don't worry, any AOC and the Democratic Party are going to take good care of you. Yeah, man. Like Bernie said, there's nothing more beautiful than seeing people in a bread line. So you'll be in a bread line. It'll be great, man. can stand there for hours and hours and wait to get a little scrap of food that you probably spent twice the amount of calories standing than what you're about to eat. So it was a waste of your time one way or the other because you're gonna starve to death either way. So it's gonna be great. But I do love how she continues to be so damn ignorant and. Think people are that stupid? I, I, you, you know, you just wonder. <laughs> you just wonder to yourself do you really think all of America are that stupid that they don't see what you're doing? I, I mean, I'm sure some of them don't. There, I, there's always a percentage of fools. There, That's a guarantee. But the majority of America, and I, I would hope it's a real high majority, like 95%. Maybe there's a 5% they're idiots, but hopefully it's around 95%. I'm probably shooting pretty high, but. That would be my hope anyways. See what you're doing. You are a capitalist. You just invested $1.4 million into a company. Well, where the hell did you get $1.4 million? Until a few years ago, before you came a Congresswoman, no one even knew who the hell you were. And your claim was that you were a waitress and a bartender. And you certainly ain't got $1.4 million for being a waitress and a bartender. And on your government salary, you ain't getting no $1.4 million either. It must have been all that you know, socialism that must've helped you out or capitalism, however you want to look at it. I would say capitalism because you branded yourself. You used your name brand to do interviews and be on magazines and people gave you ideas to invest and you got donations and you probably kept some of that money too, even though you're not supposed to. Everything that you've done, I'm sure you did in a capitalist manner, even though you are pushing the opposite. But I thought I would just highlight AOC because I just, I love the stupidity. It just, of all people in Congress, she never disappoints. (laughs) You can always get a good laugh. And you could even walk away from hearing that story and go, you know what? I'm a little smarter today. I just feel smarter because knowing that somebody is so stupid out there. You just feel a little bit smarter, like, thank God I'm not that stupid. I must not be as dumb as I think I am sometimes. Thank God I got a little bit of sense in me. <laughs> so, AOC, once again, you get the you're just dumb salute. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It would be uh, greatly appreciated and a great help. You can follow me on Twitter, at LJCONSERCRN. Hub, Little Joe CC. Gab, Little Joe's Corner parlor at Joe Little. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you go to my website, littlejoecc.com and go to the contact section and leave me a message, positive or negative. All are welcome. You can also check me out at Rumble at Little Joe's conservative corner, or just look up any of my new videos. They come out once a week. If you'd like to see a video and see how ugly I truly am. Otherwise have a beautiful Friday, have an absolutely great weekend. Go out and have fun with the family and friends and we will do it again on Tuesday.